<laughs> Did I scare you? Hello, you are listening to the podcast that answers the only question that matters in horror film. Did I scare you? I am your host, Jake Albrecht. I am his co-host and America's littlest brother, Finn. How are you doing today, Finn? Um, Wasn't a trick question. It's just uh, a quick status update. I don't know. I I, I guess okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, For those of you that I don't think so. Damn it. For those of you who haven't listened before, this is not the podcast where my brother panics at even the slightest question. This is the podcast where we two brothers switch off picking horror movies in an attempt to scare the other one. Vinny, I selected the movie this week. What is the name of the movie I selected? You have selected for us uh, 2000 and... I think 14. I could be wrong. <laughs> Ignoring the fact that I am glaring at my brother looking for an answer. 2014, It Follows. Yeah, written and directed by David Robert Mitchell, who of course is famous for It Follows. DRM. And also, <laughs> that crazy Andrew Garfield uh, conspiracy theory movie where some old guy's like, I wrote Smells Like Teen Spirit. What? Yeah, check it out sometime. It's called Under the Silver Lake. Anyways, Finny, have you ever seen It Follows before? I have, but it was a long while ago. Yeah, I had only seen it in theaters when it first came out. I have this tendency, which I'm not proud of, and I always tell myself I'm not going to, but if I go on vacation with my wife, I tend to make her go to the movie theaters wherever we are. And in this case, uh, we went to the movie theaters in Philadelphia. And yeah, uh, I made her go see It Follows, a movie she was not interested in seeing. But we also saw What We Do in the Shadows that trip, so. Worth it. Yeah, Jake gives (laughs) and takes away. (laughs) Sometimes. Jake tried getting us to go to a movie theater when we were on our baseball trip at one point. No, I I didn't. (laughs) I didn't seriously. I did look up some, some show times. There wasn't time, though. No. But if there had been. Sure. Related note, Vinny, how many movies do you think I saw on my honeymoon? Three? Yeah, that's right. That's wow. it on the nose. <laughs> One of them was Lucy. Not worth it. Oh, no. All right, so uh, what did you think of It Follows the first time you saw it, Ben? The first time I saw it, I enjoyed the concept, and I really enjoyed the music. And, um, yeah, I don't think I really had anything bad to say about it initially the first time I saw it. How would you uh, describe the music, Ben? Uh, the music has like kind of a retro blend to it. Cause it yeah, it's... I feel like it's a little bit John carpenter but with uh, sort of an industrial edge to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's definitely a lot of like long droning sounds that like kind of get under your skin a little bit. But then there's like there is like at one point 
like a real like heroic like stranger things kind of like you know do 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 i was like all right i kind of like it yeah there's also like parts of the percussion sound like dudes like using sledgehammers in an abandoned factory sure just like (laughs) there we go this episode we're just gonna be doing like (laughs) just a total like breakdown of like the soundtrack but but you know trying to make the noises with our mouths yeah it's gonna be more like an interpretive noise version of this movie and we're like nerdy friend was like me, 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 me. <laughs> <laughs> and then guy who was washing his car was like me, she, me, 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 me. <laughs> and then the girl that was with him was like hey she, 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 me, me. And then the clamshell girl is like, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> while Anyways, the clamshell was like, bloop, 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 bloop. before we lose them forever, <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's get off of this. Uh, I also like the concept of it follows when I saw it. I I didn't necessarily feel like it pulled it off to my satisfaction that time. We'll see if I think that on this rewatch. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before? We get into the meat of the movie, Finn. Nope. I am ready, set, and Jake, let's go to the movies. How do you feel with me back in charge of the notes, Finn? I feel like an incredible amount of responsibility has been taken off my shoulders, and I feel pretty weightless right now. Yeah. And for those of you who used to drink whenever I said anywho, why don't you have a drink anytime I talk about my notes now? <laughs> all right buddy it's an indie movie so here come the production companies just a bunch of them it's a parade oh yeah that was like six or seven <laughs> and then we get the black screen title cards with a rushing noise and then it does kind of a smash cut to a normal looking suburb and it's like the street at dawn there's birds chirping there's nothing that seems inherently creepy about it Nah, looks like we're in, like, you know, Illinois. Yeah, although it's Michigan for sure. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, no, so they talk about how close they are to 8 Mile later. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, you can tell because they walked by Eminem rapping while he was trying to fix his car. <laughs> Mom, spaghetti, and then they're like, there's that crazy guy throwing spaghetti at us always. He's just saying that line over and over again <laughs> like he's stuck on it. <laughs> He's like, my pops are sweaty, Bob's spaghetti. This car is ready, Bob's spaghetti. <laughs> Here comes Teddy, Bob's spaghetti. <laughs> They're like, Em, you gotta stop, bro. Spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti. Oh no, he's broken. <laughs> Anyways, a girl in her night clothes runs out of the house to the street looking behind her shoulder, all freaked out. Her neighbor asks if she needs help, and the girl's like, no! But she's still kind of looking. And then her dad comes out, and he's like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, I'm fine! But she's then she like, starts She's like running, and but I think she's wearing like high heels. Because you can hear like the clip-clop, clip-clop, clip-clop as she's like running, and I'm like, that must suck. I don't think she had them at first. I feel like she goes back in the house to get them. No, she had them first, but she was, like, running out. Which, also, by the way, everybody should know, the perspective of the camera is almost like we're in first person looking at this girl as she's, like, running around the camera. 
Yeah, because she takes, like, a, a circuitous route back to the house. Yeah, she, like, walks, she runs around the camera as we follow her back to the house as her dad's like, hey, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, we watch, like, his eyes, like, follow her the whole time, like, what? <laughs> yeah, what you're gonna know about this movie is the, the camera style is, it's pretty unique, I have to say. Oh, yeah, some flashy stuff here. Yeah. Anywho, she gets in the house, out of the house, she's in a car, now uh, we're excuse driving. Excuse me, Finn. Your oh. job as no guy is over. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> you saw him, but you got a taste of it. Now you can't give it up. <laughs> the power was there in my clutches. All right, so Vin, she goes to the house, but she's back out because she just has keys. She just has keys, Vin. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm missing the main thing. Because that would be awfully silly. She teleported in the car and then was just like, well, now what? <laughs> She's like typing in commands like run car and it's like cannot do this. No, her arm just changes like the fucking T one thousand that she stamps in <laughs> to get it going, you know. No, she pretends to turn the car on and makes car noises, and that seems to power the car. Anyways, Vinny, she drives off in a hurry as the music and this is a wink wink for you, Vin, swells. I love it. Then her phone rings and she drives off and we see her later on a beach somewhere sitting bathed in her headlights and she answers her phone this time and tells her dad she loves him that she's kind of staring at something seemingly resigned to her fate. I don't... It's not. It's early. It seems like she could probably escape if it's just on the beach there. I mean, yeah. We don't have to get too much into the conversation of it, but she definitely, like... It feels like she only drove like 15 minutes away from like her house. Doesn't it feel in... like all of them do that in this movie? <laughs> yeah, and then she's just like, well, that's it for me. And it's just like, well, how much, how much gas? Listen, you know what, though? This suddenly just like popped into my brain. I hate driving. So it's just like, there is like a limit to how far I would drive and then be like, I can't, I just like mentally can't drive anymore. <laughs> I just feel like if we're playing the It Follows games where the It is our opponent, Finn, you have to think about not only what its skills are, but what its weaknesses are. And I feel like everyone in this movie focuses on what its skills are without thinking about the ways in which you could exploit its weaknesses. We'll, we'll get, get to there. it. Yeah, we'll get there. Don't worry. We got some stuff. <laughs> anyway, she pretty much gives up, and we know that because we cut to her dead on the beach with her legs snapped in half. <laughs> And turn the wrong way. Yeah, it's basically like she's on her back and her leg is kind of like if you were to try to do, you know, reach for your toes with your legs straight up, except, you know, the leg is the foot looks like it could go into her mouth now. Mm -hmm. Do you think this is an effective strategy then having this thing that we never see just like kind of kill her off camera? I, yeah, until, you know, eventually we find out what it does. <laughs> we'll anyway, get there back to the suburbs where Vinny I'm going to call her main blonde <laughs> okay as I'd like to do creative you could also call her like the girl who stole Mae Whitman's part in Independence Day <laughs> I, I nicknamed her myself Brie Larson Light I don't think she looks like Brie Larson exactly she has kind of a unique face she does she kind of looks like Brie Larson just a little bit 
Her real name is Maika Monroe. I've never actually heard that pronounced out loud, so quite possible I, I like absolutely massacred it, but are you sure it's not like how the little brother from Eurotrip doesn't say that's Mika? It's quite I mean, <laughs> Oh, that's quite literally spelled like Mike. It's, yeah, yeah. He finds out to disastrous results. Finny is <laughs> Is Eurotrip a horror movie? <laughs> no, but you know, since we opened up the avenue to "Did I Abuse You," there is a possibility. You know. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> maybe revisit that at a later date, Vid. All right. So she is skimming her pool and then climbing in, and she's kind of waiting around and looking at the sky and squirrels. And I'm like, I don't know why the fuck we're focusing on this. It's just building a little bit of backing. I feel like at some point the pool in this movie becomes like, ah, yes, her childhood before she fucks. Because, like, once everything starts going down with the It Follows monster, the pool breaks, literally. <laughs> Did you say, are you saying that the pool is, like, some sort of, like, I don't know, like, simpler times and whatnot? And then, Oh, like... yeah, no, it's like a metaphor for childhood innocence. There you go. That's That's exactly what I was trying to you know, grab hold too. Yeah, I feel not, like it is not real children, life. but yeah, I feel like it is real life. David Robert Mitchell, like once he fucked, came home and like <laughs> just took a fire axe to his pool. He's like, I'll never need these delights again. I <laughs> found a different way to get wet. Oh God! Change the channel. Anyways, her little sister comes out and asks her if she wants to watch a movie tonight, but Main Blonde has a hot date. Now, she sees some little kids trying to spy on her through the bushes, and she laughs like they're not a couple of little fucking perverts. Yeah. What? That seems to be a trope, apparently. It's like these, like, young adolescents are like, gotta scoop down the uh, the teenage girl for her. Oh, God. You know what? I'm abandoning the rest of what I was going to say. Excellent. Yeah, File no, these not are... found. <laughs> Pretty much another like two thirds of a Vincent adult man over there. <laughs> That's what they're gonna be for now and forever. Anytime you see peeping little kids, two thirds of Vincent adult man. Unless there's three of them. That's a full one. That's a full of Vincent adult man right there. Right, she goes inside where little sis and the gang is watching a 1950s horror movie. And one of the friends has this weird clamshell like Kindle. Yeah. It- I took note of that and was like, that is fascinating. Yeah, I'm like, did that exist? Yeah, I don't even know if that actually exists, but it's like, hey, it's pretty fucking handy, you know? I don't agree with that. Well, I mean, we got our own phones now, so it's like you can just read books on your fucking phone. Yeah, it just, it, it doesn't seem like I would like reading on that. But, Vay, do you know, did uh, you hear what she said she was reading? No. That would be The Idiot by Fyodor Dostoevsky. Oh, what's it about? (laughs) Well, I'm glad you asked me because I have read it. (laughs) All right, Uh, give me your answer and then give me her answer. Uh, Her answer is just like, Oh, it's about you, nerdy friend, because you're a fucking moron. <laughs> now, Vinny, the point of the book is actually that the idiot in question is not an idiot at all. He is uh, simply an epileptic who is his innocent nature 
makes him seem like a fool to all the sophisticates in Russian society. Anywho. <laughs> okay. Sounds like me. You are God's fool in many ways. <laughs> Dostoevsky loves that uh, he basically thinks if you're learning stuff that like you're just getting further from God. <laughs> just stay simple, folks. You know, just keep it, keep it real, keep that circle real tight and small. Yeah, and the brothers Karamazov, the smartest character, has like a seventy-page argument with the devil. Oh, you're serious? Yeah, what are you gonna do? <laughs> then he doesn't rat out his bastard for brother for killing his father. Anyways, Dostoevsky's wild. <laughs> and after this, clamshell's like, "Oh, I have an idea." And they're like, "What?" And then she farts on nerdy friend. She's like, "It just blew away." <laughs> I took notes saying that's a good, that's a good fart joke. Yeah, I'm just like, who is this gassy girl with this weird Kindle reading the idiot? There's so many different facets to her personality, I can't, like, map her. She's got a lot of them. All right, but Main Blonde is getting ready for a date, putting on a pink dress and some lipstick. And her and the date are waiting in the line for the movies. And she suggests they play a game where you want to switch places with someone who's else who's standing near them. And... I have to imagine the date mutters under his breath like, yeah, I mean, like, if this goes well, I'm switching places with you. <laughs> She's like, what? He's like, never mind. Yeah, uh, you didn't hear me. Oh, la, 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 la. <laughs> She's like, she has two guesses to figure out who he wants to switch places with. And she points out some guy backing on a blonde, and he's like, no. And he's like, I want to be that little kid who... Hasn't fucked anyone that put him into some sort of unbreakable card situation. And she's like, what? And he's like, don't worry, you'll see. And the kid's like, you'd be surprised. <laughs> well, so he goes into explaining, like, well, kids are carefree. You know, you don't have to worry to anything. Like, like, look at it. He looks so happy. He's like, plus, you could go to the bathroom anytime you want. Which, I mean... No, that so... kid was like seven. He better not be shitting his pants. <laughs> yeah, that kid shit in his pants. He is getting scolded. <laughs> yeah, no, that'll be his last trip to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> his parents will just chain him to the radiator with only enough give to make it to the toilet. <laughs> Until he learns, you know. <laughs> And after a couple months, they'll be like, I don't know. I feel like you probably only succeeded because of the chain. <laughs> so now you're just going to have to live with the chain forever. <laughs> and then that means when he goes to high school, he's chained with the toilet next to him. <laughs> like, actually, if you could just forward all of his work to the bathroom where he is currently <laughs> chained. Oh, my God. <laughs> He was like, it was one movie. I think I had a bad burger before. <laughs> I had a poo-poo belly. Anyways, they're in their seats, and this is like a real old-fashioned movie theater vid with an organist. Yeah, it's cool. I thought so, too, but I'm like, there's no way they'd be going here. 
And it's her turn to pick someone now. He scans the theater and he's like, uh, it's that girl with the yellow dress. And she's like, what do you mean? Yeah, he's like, excuse me? <laughs> and she's like, the girl with the yellow dress over there. And she's like, are you like fucking with me? And then he immediately changes his tone to like, it's time to go to the car now. See, he ate a bad burger too. Yep. <laughs> it's stop on the bathroom on the way. I'm actually thinking pat- about the implications of like trying to shit in this universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, that's making my tummy tumble just thinking about it. I just <laughs> it'd be funny if she gets into the car and she's like, Oh, so that's what the emodium's for. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I thought it was weird that you wanted to shit your pants so bad like that little kid. (laughs) He's like, I can't help it. Vinny, on the way back to the car, she's like, was that like your ex-girlfriend or something? And he's like, what? What? Let's not answer any questions right now. Yeah, he's like, what ex-girlfriend? I don't have an ex-girlfriend. Deflecting. Deflecting more. Yep, then we get a montage of them driving and talking at a diner and some sort of indistinct figure walking towards them as they eat. No, not yet. Oh, no, there is. I don't know if it... Maybe, Jake, are you seeing things that I'm not? (laughs) (laughs) I I was going to ask you a very personal question, but never mind. (laughs) No, I, I don't know if it's the monster. One of the things about the movie is like they like to play with that to be like, oh, is it someone just walking to you towards you, or is it like a fucking sex monster? I will get into it. Right, they, the next day, the sisters are walking, and the little sister is smoking. They're dishing about the date. The main blonde's like, he was acting real strange, and he shit his pants. <laughs> And she's like, oh, well, that's definitely a turnoff. Well, she's like, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of shit and pants, what do I smell like? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, step- <laughs> Before, I guess, she makes that particular comment, she's like, if you fucked him yet? And no, because he shit his pants. <laughs> She's like, you thought of it, though. (laughs) It becomes a pretty hard no that night once that happens. She's like, it was weird enough we went to the diner after. It's like, I asked if he wanted to change his pants and give him a second chance, and he's just like, nah, you know, I kind of feel comfortable with it. Phineas, they keep walking, they wave at some dude who's washing his car, and he sounds like, (laughs) (laughs) he looks a little older than them, and then later, main blonde and date are walking through the woods at night, they're sitting by a lake, and he kind of insistently puts his hand on her thigh, and then she looks like, oh, well, he hasn't shit his pants yet tonight, okay. (laughs) This time, I'll give him a chance. So she's like, let's go back to the car. To fuck! Yeah, what a terrible thing that would happen, though, in mid-coitus. No, we're done with the joke. Okay, alright, yeah. Vinny, they fuck it in the back of his car in front of an abandoned factory, because that always puts me in the mood. 
that always made me nervous the fact that if there was like prowling like cops like around where it's like yeah they're not really like excited to like walk in and on teenagers fucking so yeah that's one of the things that always works about horror movies about like teenagers going off to fuck somewhere they shouldn't is you have to go somewhere where it's like nobody's gonna come here but by definition if you're going to a place that no one goes to it's creepy right yeah it's you know goes along with jake's title of his book (laughs) teenagers finding a quiet place to fuck (laughs) that's a joke that only works with you finn because of me making it for those teenagers that were going at it too hard in the movie theater we went to once (laughs) anyways they finish and he immediately rolls to the trunk of the car and then she lies down her stomach in the back seat she's like you know it's sort of interesting like the difference between your fantasies about like fucking when you're growing up and like you know the actual fucking in front of a factory yeah she's fiddling around with like a plant that's like kind of growing out of the cracks and whatnot so she's waxing poetic and he's like that is so interesting hold on let me kiss your back in now i'm chloroforming you (laughs) and she's like that is (laughs) (laughs) and then the chloroform's like (laughs) (laughs) the video we cut to an abandoned parking garage where the blonde in her underwear is tied to a wheelchair and we could kind of see a flashlight moving around in the background, and it's the date walking around. Then she comes to, and he calls out to her like, Hey, Maid Blood, you up? You awake now? I don't know a lot about chloroform. Did I kill you? <laughs> he throws rocks at her. <laughs> <laughs> then he apologizes, first for the chloroform, then for the rocks, but never for the pants. <laughs> she's like what the fuck and he's like listen i'm not gonna hurt you dot 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 any more than i already have yeah and she's like what do you mean she looks at her ankle it's all twisted (laughs) yeah that was an accident i'm sorry listen i thought i could drag you in through this parking lot it turns out that was pretty difficult that's when i came across the wheelchair i thought I put you in the wheelchair, and I was like, it'll save time if I just go real fast at first and then let you glide the rest of the way. Anyways, you went right to that fucking beam. It's like, you ever push a shopping cart from a distance and it just turns right into a car? It's like It was like that, but your ankle. I figured, listen, I can't wake you up now and explain. I'll have to just explain later. Like, in a way, it was a blessing, because I'm pretty sure I used too much chloroform, and that's the only reason you woke up. <laughs> He's like, anyways, back to the matter at hand. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to tell you something, and you're not going to believe me, but you really need to hear it. There's a thing that's going to follow you. Someone gave it to me, and I passed it to you. And then he's like, back in the car. When we fucked. For those glorious 45 seconds. <laughs> I have another question, Vinny. Maybe it's not relevant. Do you think you have to finish to pass it? <laughs> yeah. Pro- well. Because that's not fair to the women. 
I'm sorry. She's no, I like, mean, hmm. like when she swims out to the boat later, I don't know that that was a fun time for her. Let's oh, just imagine no. that <laughs> penetration means it's passed on. Anyways, he's laid out the rules for her, although not this one, which I have so many questions about. <laughs> he's like, it can look like someone you know or a person in a crowd. It could pretty much look like anyone, but there's only one of it. Then she starts struggling against her restraints, and he's like, excuse me. You can't hear me if you're just going like wah, 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 over there. Yeah, he's like, don't make me put out the core form again because I mean I'm really trying to explain the rules to you and like I can't obviously explain them if you're passed out. I tried, but <laughs> you were hearing me. You didn't hear shit. He's like, so back to my TED talk, sex demons and you. <laughs> he's like, sometimes I think it looks like people you love just to hurt you, which I'm like I mean, you're editorializing a lot on this one. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's like that's coming from experience of probably. Oh my god, do you think it like almost happened to her? He's like, oh ma, like yeah, I'd like a uh, a sandwich. And uh, hey ma, why are you trying to fiddle with my? Oh my god, <laughs> I think it's better if it was like James Earl Jones or something. He's <laughs> like, oh my god, oh no, it's the sex demon. <laughs> I just realized James Earl Jones wouldn't be walking downtown in boxer shorts. Boxer shorts, fucking, like, grabbing at his package. <laughs> Anyways, then, he, then the date gets excited. He's like, I see it. Then he moves her around because she's, she's on her wheelchair, and he wheels her right into another barrier. Then he's like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> They're all over the place. And then he wheels her towards the edge. And we could see a naked woman is walking towards the structure slowly. Yeah, we're talking like Jason Voorhees, like walk speed. Yeah, I'd say like two to three miles an hour at best. <laughs> now the date wheels are back and he's like, you need to sleep with someone else to get rid of it. He's like, because if this is so important, if it kills you, it'll come after me after. <laughs> so he's like, you know keep passing it now the woman is walking towards them in the structure and then he whispers into the maid blonde's ear i'm just doing this to help to let you know it's real and then he runs over and kind of shines the flashlight on the woman like look at her she just keeps coming <laughs> yeah she won't stop she's unstoppable look at her he starts throwing the rocks at her see nothing <laughs> <laughs> The rock goes right through her and hits the blonde again. It's like, sorry. <laughs> My God. Oh, no. He's going for her. I got to run. <laughs> Knocks her out and oops. Anyways, but he hustles back and then wheels her to the car. Then he's like, listen, don't go to any places with one exit. It's very slow, but not dumb debatable <laughs> yeah i guess we'll find out <laughs> Vinny at the house the little sis and the gang are playing a card game outside and clamshell's like where's babe blood the little sis says she's on a date nerdy kid seems annoyed yeah he's got kind of a look like hmm why not me yeah you might recognize him i i don't know anyone who watches this but he's the the main kid on atypical 
on uh, Netflix. Nope. Yeah. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) And it came and went. (laughs) Anyways, the date's car pulls up, and he hustles to the back while the kids look on concerned. Then he just kind of dumps the blonde in the middle of the road and drives off. Yeah, I forgot. He says something to her before he, like, takes off, but I can't remember what he said. (laughs) He's like, remember to pass it on! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Unprotected! Uh, Like, I assume that you are feeling sexy right now. (laughs) Anyway, she's sobbing in the street in her underwear. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's kind of sad. And then stumbles onto the yard. Yeah, I mean, like, what would this look like to everyone who saw (laughs) Yeah, it'd be like, did someone get the number to that car? We need to call the police. Now, Vinny, the car washer is... Nope. (laughs) Getting a beer across the street, not a bear. That wouldn't make any sense. (laughs) He's going to grab that bear that he has. (laughs) The him and the bear just looking at, like, the girl in the middle of the street and they're like, hmm, so sad. Wow, no, Jake really crossed me on that one. He scopes out the cops who are now in front of the house, and then some woman notes those people are such a mess. Now, Main Blonde is telling a cop that the sex was consensual, but that naked woman showed up, and that part was weird. Yeah, that's like, you know, I didn't know if he was trying to, like, haul a threesome in here or something. It, it was all so confusing. Yeah, he had, like, a buddy waiting out back, and we were like, <laughs> alright, I did the bit where she has to pass it on, so... <laughs> Right once she sees you, she'll probably want to fuck. So all you gotta do is just keep walking towards her. Like, she can't say no. <laughs> and she's like, alright, I mean, whatever you say. Then he has some more questions about the guy, but she's like, you know what? I've never actually been inside his house. He said he was embarrassed. So... They can't find him, essentially. And she's lying in a hospital bed later, looking pretty catatonic. And the cops are scoping out the factory and find her purse and the wheelchair and probably, like, two to three inches of ankle bone. (laughs) Bunch of rocks, the chloroform bottle. So sloppy. (laughs) (laughs) A box of condoms unopened. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Also, Vinny, does it have to be unprotective sex? I was going to say the same thing. He did not present that note, but I figured that was something he muttered to her as he dumped her on the street. Remember, it has to be unprotected. That's a tough tough sell when you're just presenting yourself as like nice guy from other town. (laughs) Who also only hits it wrong. (laughs) Anyway, she's lying in her bed at home with a plate of uneaten food there. And her mom is talking to someone who's like, did she get an STD? And it's like, kinda. Yeah, well, you know, you'll see. Then they're like, man, that dude was a real sick fuck to tell her that stuff. Now the main blonde is in the bathroom later, looking down her underwear to see where the curse is hidden. (laughs) Ah, growing up. Then a ball hits the window really hard. Vinny, is it the ghost? Nah, I believe it's uh, two-thirds of Vincent Adult Man just hanging out. 
Yeah, trying to check out those sweet, sweet canes. <laughs> and Vinny, these kids are geniuses because she goes right to the window. <laughs> they know how to do it. This isn't their first rodeo. Now, at school later, Vinny, a teacher is reading some kind of T.S. Eliot poem, and I'm like, oh, this guy was an English major for sure. <laughs> Snore. <laughs> the main blonde is looking like... She's really going to read this whole fucking thing <laughs> about the teacher. Because <laughs> she's going on for like two minutes. Yeah, it was like, uh-huh. I know something's going to happen here. Uh-huh. I didn't really yeah. pay any attention to what the fucking teacher was saying. And then she looks out the window, Vinny, and sees Michael Myers. But behind <laughs> Michael Myers is some guy in a couch <laughs> shuffling towards the class. But behind that guy... <laughs> It's a different Michael Myers. They're like, which timeline is this? <laughs> and then behind him is a scruffy looking man with no mask. <laughs> Except he's actually Michael Myers from the Rob Zombie collection. Anyways, <laughs> the car washer notices she's freaking out. She grabs her stuff and shuffles out of there. And when she goes down the hall, she's looking around because that industrial John Carpenter music is back. Yeah. And I thought it was an old man outside, but it's an old lady inside. I'm like, it either changed or I can't see very well from a distance. I think you would have the most trouble against this monster because you'd be like, I can't make out what the fuck you're supposed to be. (laughs) (laughs) I have pretty much face blindness. (laughs) You're going down pretty quick, man. Yeah, get real close to me and be like, because I'm your mom, right? I'd be like, is that who you're supposed to be? (laughs) (laughs) anyways the old lady is shuffling towards her and she calls out hello a few times and when the lady doesn't answer she's like fuck this well she says she says hello and there's like these other kids in the hallway and they're like hi like so rudely (laughs) i didn't even notice that that's hilarious yeah, and like clearly it's like okay, they can't see this old lady, and it's like old lady, hello, and then like it would have been funny if like the old lady's just like just keeps walking past her, and it's like I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> she just stops her way past to be like I didn't take my medicine today. <laughs> hello, Joe. <laughs> Iron helps us play, man. She drives to an ice cream store and tells her little sister, a dirty friend, that the old lady was following her at school. Perhaps a nit following, Vin? And then Perhaps. She, she recounts what the date said about something following her around because of the fucking little sister is skeptical. And nerdy friend's like, can I get some clarification of what it's supposed to be? What exactly is supposed to be following you? It's like, well, I mean, he didn't really have like a detail on that. <laughs> He kind of explained it, but not really, you know. And little sister thinks they should tell mom, but main blonde's like, no, she'll just freak out. And also, we're not paying that lady to be in any more seats. Anymore? She wasn't even in it. She shows up. She was at the, the dinner table talking about the how it was fucked up what they said to her. I don't recall. Anywho. Nerdy friend's like, I could stay over tonight if that makes you feel better. But both sisters say no at the same time. 
And then he's like, I just met on the couch. And the main blonde's like, maybe on the couch. The little sister's like, horny nerdy friend is the real threat here. <laughs> we fall clock this and know exactly where where the next enemy lies. He's like, I promise to stay up all night just like struggling against that couch blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to flip myself over towards the mattress and nobody will know. <laughs> you gotta hit the spot in between them, though, otherwise it's <laughs> agony. <laughs> but then it starts to feel too good and suddenly you're leaving an unpleasant surprise for a Saturday night of a later date. Her. <laughs> Her. <laughs> Oh, Jake, remember that futon incident? Nope. <laughs> All the friends are getting ready for a sleepover later, and Nerdy Friend is on the couch watching another sci-fi movie, and Clamshell is reading after everyone else went to sleep, which is just rude. Yeah. And Main Blonde can't sleep, probably because of Clamshell. <laughs> it's fucking so she... stupid light, yeah. Yeah, just reading fucking whatever, like, Russian novels in there. <laughs> She wanders out to the living room and tells Nerdy Friend, who immediately is like, Sit here, please! <laughs> Just not too close. He's <laughs> like, I need to stuff a whole roll of paper towels in between these couch cushions. <laughs> Excuse me. But she's sitting across the room, and, and he tells her everything will be okay. And he's like, Isn't it funny? I haven't slept over here since we were kids. Uh. She's like... Yeah, with good reason, you horny little nerd. <laughs> so like, what do you think he did? Because <laughs> they don't go into detail, but... <laughs> I think it's just like, he's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it probably took like one moment where he's sitting there unprotected with a blanket where all of a sudden his shorts kind of went... And she's like, Gross! There's like every atom of his being is shouting at her 24 hours a day. I will slit everyone's throat I need to fuck you. <laughs> and, and all of hers are sending back, no thank you. Yeah. All of her Eve Eves are like, no. And he's like, ha ha, but it's cool spending time with you. And she agrees somewhat reluctantly. And then she brings up that he he was her first kiss, and he's like, I know. And she's like, aren't you going to note that I was your first kiss? And he's like, yes. And then he's like, but then you kissed your sister. And I'm like, what? <laughs> then it got weird. And they laugh, but Vinny, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's okay. It's about to get even weirder. And then he's like, remember when we found a bunch of porno magazines that spread them all out on the lawn? Uh oh! <laughs> they were like, we laughed and laughed, and it's just like I don't. I mean, I feel like they did, and nerdy kids like, I'm gonna go take this one to the bush over here. <laughs> He's like, that girl looks like you, blood. Give me to me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Anyways, while they're laughing about this, a window breaks, and then nerdy Fred gets up to check. And he's like, hey, there's a broken window in the kitchen, but no one's in there. Then he runs upstairs to wake up the sister. And she gets up and walks over in slow motion to the kitchen, but doesn't see anything. Mm -hmm. 
And then there's a loud banging on the soundtrack. <laughs> it's thumping. Yeah, these are sledgehammers in the factory portion. <laughs> I I want to make note before we get into like what happens. This happened to me one night when I was home alone. That's pretty horrifying. What happened to you? Well, I was so. I used to hate being home alone. I turned every single light on in the house. I would call like grandma and all that stuff. And as soon as like my our sister came home, someone threw a rock right through the kitchen window. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it was horrifying. I wonder why. I don't know. Anyways, she goes around the corner and sees a topless lady dripping water on the floor. I think it's water. I don't I mean it was coming from her her boxer shorts, so Looking a little like pee. <laughs> she looked... Yeah, I don't know. She screams in slow motion, like... <laughs> then backs away in slow motion, then starts running up the stairs. Also in slow motion. And also, what a rookie move. The dude told you. Yeah, I know. I was, It would have been even funnier if she turned around and hit like the door frame and fell down. And it's like, well, that's it. Game over. <laughs> Just like split both her ankles against it. <laughs> she slipped on the wetness on the floor. Anyway, she closes her door confident that that should address this issue. Yep, done it over with. And her friends knock on the door and are like, no one's in the house. They're like, listen, no one's here. You need to open up. And she lets the gang in and sits on the floor crying. And then someone else knocks on the door. Nerdy friend gets a broom ready. But it's clamshell. She's like rubbing her eyes and she's like, guys are making so much noise. And it's like, don't pretend you were sleeping. You're fucking on your clamshell. Yep. But Vinnie, she's standing there. A huge guy comes out of the shadows behind it, behind her. Oh, and kind of like, I don't know. Well, let's say a tank top and some shorts. It's. It is quite possibly one of the most horrifying things that I've seen in a, a while because <laughs> it literally is just like just a normal conversation going on. They're like, yeah, what's going on? And all of a sudden this guy that has like not really many features on his face, just kind of like appears he behind her and just kind of strolls into the room. Like, what's up? Yeah. He's about like a six foot six, like skeleton man. <laughs> yeah. It's With I was like deep sunken eyes. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I remember the first time seeing that and literally was like, <laughs> anyways, Babe Blonde's like, fuck this. So she climbs out the window and car washer is smoking in his car with a girl. He watches her ride off on her bike and the nerdy kid comes up and he's like, come back, Babe Blonde. <laughs> and she rides to a park and sits down on the swings and looks around not seeing shit. <laughs> Which is good. She's got to keep her eyes open, you know? That's the other trick this movie does is a lot of, like, the camera, like, look around be like, I don't know, man, do you see something? I like that, though, because there's been movies where we've seen where it it does that and it plays out well. And House, uh, House of the Devil played with us camera a little bit sometimes. I think it's always better to, like, leave you, like, looking for stuff rather than just do the uh make it real quiet and then do jump scares over and over yeah invisible man did it too yeah absolutely uh she sees someone approaching 
but it's just your friends running towards her. It never runs, Finn. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's one thing that we we know. <laughs> it also busted its ankles. <laughs> if it talked, it would say, we have that in common. <laughs> it always hurts. Anyways, Main Blonde tells her sister she's scared, and then Car Washer starts walking towards them. The Main Blonde's like, can you see him? And they're like, yeah, it's Car Washer. <laughs> He's like, what's going on? And Nerdy Fred says, someone broke into the house, and also probably no more boys need to be here. Okay, then. So he turns around. <laughs> Maybod's like, I don't want to go home. I need to find my date. Carwasher's like, what did he really do to you? And can I do it later? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, never mind. There's only one way to guarantee that. Let me go get my car to take you on a search for this guy. So they do. They're off on a journey to go find uh, Pants Chitter. Vinny, what would you describe the, uh, let's say the city that they're driving through? It looks like Detroit. Yeah. And what does Detroit look like? Uh, Like a bunch of abandoned houses. Yeah. Vinny, you ever been to Detroit? No. I have. Yeah? And Detroit's spooky as hell because everything's boarded up and nobody's anywhere. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. like half a fucking city got raptured. Why is that? Oh, well, like, once they shipped a lot of the uh, car factories out, uh, a lot of the, uh, I think Detroit's lost something like maybe 60% of its population in the last, like, uh, 50 years or so. Shit. So, that's, yeah. That's sad. Yeah, but a good setting for a horror movie for such reasons. Go Red Wings and go Little Caesar's Pizza. I guess. <laughs> they go to some abandoned house somewhere, and a dog is barking in the distance. And also some blind guy is fighting with a bunch of like kids who are trying to rob him. <laughs> And the kids, the kids are climbing around, and he's waving some it. sort of turkey baster around in the air. Soon, Vin, so soon. The kids are climbing around looking for a way to get in. The car washer goes inside and finds some bottles set up to let him know if someone's coming. I don't know if that would work on this monster, Finn. Yeah, I mean, like you said, that don't go into a place with one exit. They're not like you know, stupid. It's like, you think the thing like would see those bottles and be like, right. Find a new entrance. Better not touch it. Uh Oh, I can't talk. I mean, <laughs> Jimmy menacingly. Main blood goes looking at a closet and her little sister accidentally knocks a piece of wall off jump scaring her. <laughs> and clamshell is using her clamshell to look around while Car Washer checks out her sweet, sweet games. <laughs> and Nerdy can find some porn magazine upstairs, so he's pretty much useless for the next <laughs> half hour at least. Yeah, he parks his ass on another uh, Jake special, a bed with no box spring. You're saying just the mattress on the floor? Yep. A classic approach. <laughs> the main blonde comes up and looks at him like, oh, he's with the porn with this dude. 
Well, it's like he like notices. Well, she notices all the rags, and that's when I took note. And I'm like, those must be fresh. <laughs> Vinny, these porns actually pay off though, because in the middle of one of them, he finds a photo of the date hanging out with some girl, and Blonde sees some guy walking outside. We can't determine whether it's the it or not. Now. There's a the date is wearing a letterman's jacket in the photo, so they're like, let's go to a school to check it out. And main blonde and car washer go to the library where they like the librarian is like, Yeah, of course you people who don't go here can look through our old yearbooks. Why would I say no to that request? Jake's paraphrasing, there's actually no real conversation. It's just like the camera's kind of looking in from the outside where like they're like pointing at a lot of stuff which i kind of enjoy about this movie is that it keeps everything pretty tight niche unless like they are a main character to the movie you don't really like hear conversations from anybody else outside of that circle yeah this is like montage so she's just like shaking her head agreeably like yes i no longer want to have this job i would love to give up this information (laughs) I I did think it was weird that the movie also like pans over into the next room where like the principal's yelling at her and firing her. Except we don't hear conversations; we just see see pointing at the principal throwing like stuff all around his office. And then like her leaving like a used tampon <laughs> in his mailbox later. <laughs> you know, with all that like music behind it. Uh huh. His son finding it and, like, chewing it. No, never mind. Uh, They go back to the car and report their findings to the crew, and the car washer rubs uh, Main Blonde's shoulder, and Nerdy Kid looks sad. (laughs) Also, a figure is walking towards them as they leave it. Yep. And they go to a really nice house and ring the doorbell. The middle-aged woman opens up and is like, Oh, yeah, Date's home. He hasn't raped anyone recently, has he? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's like i just can't you know seem to stop that kid from doing that she's like no no the sex was consensual it was the kidnapping afterwards <laughs> anyways date is out back giving them the skinny saying that even though it's following her he can still see it and then he's like listen i'm gonna tell you this one more time go fuck someone else pass it along then move it on down the road yeah and he's just like it's incredibly dangerous that you're even here. Could kill both of us off in one shot. <laughs> yeah, he does say that. <laughs> and then he's like, I picked it up from a random girl at a bar, I think. And then he yeah. freaks out because there's some girl walking <laughs> behind them. And he's like, can you all see her? <laughs> they're all like, yes. And he's like, okay, good. <laughs> that... I literally, I laughed so hard because he just had this, like, nervous energy to him where he's just like, yeah, but okay, but everybody sees her, right? And it's just like, no. It'd be funny if he, like, threw, like, something at them and, like, ran away, trying to slow the it monster away. <laughs> Nobody in this movie is good at math, <laughs> because he lives at least a couple towns away. Let's say 20 miles, right? Sure, yeah. Okay, well, we're already talking a six-hour walk, then. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. I you, I know you're itching to get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. Maybe, can we do it now, actually? Because, like, we've already got the basics here of, like, what needs to happen. 
That's true. We we know the rules of the It Follows monster. So right. go ahead. Now, Jake, Jake once explained this to me a long time ago, so I'm so happy that he finally gets to you know unveil his plan here. You can just tell that nobody in this group of friends is good at math because nobody's like, well, it's actually a pretty simple uh, problem if we look at it this way. Uh, if it can only travel at three miles per hour, uh, even though it's relentless, it should be relatively easy to get far away. Now, I've looked this up for real, so you're all going to get my scientific paper on It Follows right now. The furthest place in the world from Detroit is Perth, Australia, and the average human walks three miles per hour. It would take, and I mean this literally, 10.2 years for it to walk all the way to Australia. So what these kids got to do, they're relatively rich kids, they get a fucking ticket to Australia, you got yourself set for at least nine years. See, and then like you need to set your reminder too. Once you're like there, I would say probably... I don't know. You wouldn't even want to wait till like the ninth year. Maybe by the eighth year, you start considering like, okay, I gotta figure out another path to go. Go from Perth probably to I don't know England. Not look. You wanted to go as much time as possible and then fly back to Detroit again because again, <laughs> that would be the furthest place on Earth from Perth as well. Because, you know, been, it's a 360 globe. That would have been pretty funny, though. It's like you get on the plane and fly to, like, Detroit, and then the monster, like, f- like feels the essence of you moving again, and it's like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, and you don't want to leave too early because then you're just, uh... <laughs> then you have to be really good with the math, Finn, because you're <laughs> diminishing the amount of distance between you and the monster. <laughs> Yeah, because it if it's so halfway, suddenly when you had ten years before, you only have eight now. Yeah, because like it suddenly went halfway, and then it's just like, oh, I could just turn right back around and cut you halfway off. So you're fucked. Yeah, somewhere on the bottom of the Pacific Ocean, it just turned around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it like falls in the Mariana Trench. I'm not sure if it would just disappear forever. <laughs> But anyways, it bothers me because the kids in this movie, like, the most they do is they go, like, we'll get, like, 30 miles from here. Which is, like, that's going to get you, like, 10 hours. Yeah, it's, like, it's never, like, the only time that, like, real time expands upon them is, like, a little later. But we'll, we'll get to it. All right. Well, anywho. So just go all the way across the earth. You got plenty of time. See, I wish you did, like, research where it's, like, we live in Connecticut, so it's, like, where's the farthest place from Connecticut? It would be somewhere in Australia, too, probably. Maybe Fiji. Okay. (laughs) Somewhere on that side of the world, though. Right, right. Oh, right. Well, um... The date reiterates that it's walking towards her constantly, and she needs to be on the move if she wants to decide what to do. Like I said... Get, mm-hmm. get a fucking ticket to Perth. Get out of here. <laughs> now they're driving... Or <laughs> or you could just fuck someone in Perth and then come home. Because <laughs> that actually buys you 20 years if you think about it. Because <laughs> it's got to walk there. As long as you're like... <laughs> you're not going to travel for any reason, right? 
<laughs> yeah, you gotta make sure that that person stays put. But you also can't tell them about the secret, because if you do... You know, that's like... Three months after you fuck up, like they're you're gonna get a like a knock on the door. They're like, surprise! I came to visit you. You're like, no. <laughs> hey, do you see that thing walking by me? Yeah. <laughs> it took it, it. It bought a ticket and flew the plane with them. <laughs> <laughs> That's I guess the question too. Is like, can it get on a plane? And if it can, can it sit quietly? <laughs> So I miss this weird, like, creature that's sitting next to me. It looks like a human, but clearly it's not. It has wet its seat. Now I'm just imagining me, like, hanging out with a kangaroo getting beaten to death, being like, I didn't know it could get on planes! <laughs> oh well, you live and you learn. <laughs> <laughs> They're driving out to a cabin that Car Washer has. Little sister's like, thanks for being so nice. Then she asks Main Blonde if she might want to fuck her way out of this, and Nerdy Fred's ears perk up. <laughs> He's like, mm-hmm. And they get in the cabin, and everyone's kind of selling in. They're making food. They're getting some shit ready. Main Blonde is tying up some bottles. Yeah she's, yeah, she's basically doing what the date was like doing. She's like booby-trapping the windows to, you know get themselves ready that's right and then car washer is up at dawn because Vinny, it's time to establish the grounds so he's just walking around being like check out all this space where a monster could go <laughs> a monster could be over here monster could be over there hey how about that over there look at that thing walking in the bushes they're like i'm just a regular pervert <laughs> Anyways, he goes to a boathouse and gets a gun to get that pervert out of here. <laughs> out of his tackle box. And it's called the, per- the pervert eliminator. <laughs> Main Pond is uh, shooting some cereal boxes with it. Not very well, if we're being honest. And the kids are chilling by the lake later, although it seems like it's too cold to swim. And Car Washer's checking out Little Sister now because he's pretty much just a walking hard on. And he's like, I think if I play my cards right, I could probably get all three by the end of the week. <laughs> he's like, hey, you know, it's got to be the hair, Cotton. He's like, damn, I get bored enough. I might fuck Nerdy Fred, too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, some girl starts walking towards Maid Blonde as they're all sitting there. No one else sees her. And then her hair starts going up invisibly. Can I I stop for one second? Can I just... Yes. I just want to explain how much I actually really enjoy this scene. Because you're talking about space, right? And the way that the camera is kind of angled is that you see someone walking in the background behind the, the main blonde. And we get, at least we see the sister, the pervert, oh, excuse me, the horny friend. and Nerdy you see, friend. Yeah, nerdy friend. And you see the car wash guy. So you see the, the girl walking up behind her on, like, the path. And you're like, oh, that must be Clamshell. But then Clamshell. Yeah, it, it looks like Clamshell, yes. Right. And then, but Clamshell is floating in the water behind them when they, like, do one more camera off to the side. And you're like, oh, boy. 
if we do do the equation of math here, that's one too many people. They're like, how fast would you say clamshells walking back there? About three miles per hour. <laughs> so then, yeah, the the here comes like invisibly. All of a sudden, you see main blonde's hair like being gripped up in the air, and you're like, oh boy. <laughs> Listen, Vinny, I may never say this on this podcast again. That was a good job breaking that down. Yeah. Oh, thank you. That's it. That's all the positive reinforcement <laughs> you get. I I deserve it. Tuck that away somewhere safe. <laughs> I'll always remember. It'll help you get through this harsh, harsh winter. <laughs> so, yeah, her hair starts going up invisibly. She struggles against it, but uh, to no avail. Then Nerdy Fred comes back and hits the invisible girl with a chair. Yeah, and then he, like, flies back, like, 20 feet. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> He's like that fucking kid on the electric fence in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Uh, main blonde runs into the boathouse which i'm like why yeah always one exit areas she does not learn and then nerdy friend realizes that he has a sizable gash on his side and then main blonde grabs the gun and fires at the figure but car washer doesn't see anything so he's like why are you shooting at me <laughs> yeah i am not your enemy and she's like shut up bang <laughs> Eventually, she manages to hit it in the neck, and it knocks it down. Then she closes the door, and it's the towering figure again now, Vinny hammering on it. And eventually, it knocks a hole in the bottom. Then Car Washer's like, why did you break my door, you assholes? <laughs> I invited you to possibly have a four-way with me. and this Maybe is a five-way <laughs> if Dirty Fred is cool. And this is how you treat my property? Yeah, now all the friends are like, don't open up. Something's out there. I mean, open up. There's a big fucking hole at the bottom of the door. Surely yeah, the you... thing's not smart enough to crawl through the... Oh, well, then, Car Washer <laughs> disappears. Then some demon-looking kid sticks his head through. Because it's yeah. like, oh, I could, I could fit through that if I was like that little kid who fucked that one time. <laughs> so i mean like this is the first time that the actual like monster makes some noise too because it like hisses like a freaking like i don't know yeah it sort of screeches it's like the <laughs> <laughs> main blood's like oh fuck no and then she heads out the other side and now it's a girl because it's just like i don't know what do you want from me yeah just constantly keeps changing you know Doesn't <laughs> now know it's what oprah it winfrey Oh, <laughs> and you get a sex death. You get a sex death. Everybody gets a sex death. And she scrambles back to the car as it keeps moving slowly. And this is all like kind of a steady shot where we just see it from the car's point of view as it keeps walking towards her. Yeah. And then she drives off as car washer shouts, not my fucking car. <laughs> this day has gone from bad to worse for him. And then we get a real cool shot of the car's POV as she drives away. And she pretty immediately speeds off and swerves to avoid hitting a truck and then crashes through a mailbox into a cornfield. Yeah, it's cool. The camera's kind of like sitting in the backseat as like it goes through the cornfield. It's like, oh shit. I don't think she got far um, I don't think she got far enough away, Finn. I don't think so either. 
considering... It seemed like maybe a mile. Well, considering this. So then the next scene, she wakes up in the hospital. So let's let's play time management here. <laughs> How long do you think it took for the ambulance to come and, yeah. to, like, and grab her and bring her to the hospital? Yeah, I mean, like, at least, like, three hours to get to the hospital. And unless the hospital's, like, a hundred miles away. <laughs> so I just say, like... You know, they're putting her up on, like, the fucking cart to put her in, like, the ambulance. How do we know that that sex monster is not, like, fi- like getting its way as she's passed out in that chair and be like, holy fuck, like, her leg is being snapped while she's invisibly. I'd be like, must have happened in the car crash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I know that the writer wasn't, like, breaking this down with, like, charts and miles and being like, well, let's figure this out. But I am. I know, right? That's our job. So, yeah, she wakes up in a hospital, not bit dead, but with a head wound. And her mom eh? and the gang are asleep in the room with her. And she's got a cast on her arm now. And she can hear someone walking down the hall and she cries, but it's just Michael Myers again. (laughs) And, oh, also a nurse. And then she looks at the car washer like, hmm, well... It's time to fuck my way out of this one, I guess. <laughs> He's like, listen, I got an idea. <laughs> Later that night, a nurse and a doctor are flirting, and then we get some other like little hospital scenes in a montage as the camera keeps panning, till eventually we see Main Bond and Car Washer getting ready to fuck in the hospital bed. Mm-hmm. And she seems to enjoy it at first, but then she's looking around like, please finish to get this curse off me, dude. <laughs> so he does need to finish, but I guess maybe not her. Yeah, well, down with the patriarchy, though. This is a sexist uh, curse. <laughs> oh, I'm what? Sorry. Women's pleasure doesn't matter, it follows? <laughs> Anyways, the car washer is chilling at school, happy as could be, because what a scam. <laughs> then he visits main blonde later as nerdy fred pretty much is seething yeah because it's just like you know he's like my dick was perfectly you know intact and i could have used it you know you bitch i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm sorry i came in hot there yeah he is kind of like that kyle mooney snl sketch though did you ever see that one vid no uh it's like like dudes who keep being like nice at first to Cecily Strong at the uh, bar, and it like the moment she rejects them slightly, they're just like, Bruh. oh yeah, no way, I do remember that one. She's <laughs> like, oh, so sorry. Here's a bunch of porno magazines. I guess would you have sex with me now? She's like, oh no, thanks. You, <laughs> just like, excuse me. Oh, I'm just sorry. You're just a big old mega. Anyways, main blonde asked Car Washer if he's seen anything, and he's like, uh, nah, it's been like three days, and I'm like, bullshit. Did you, did you talk about what happened after the fact? What, what happened after the fact? Where he's caught on scene somewhere else. What do you mean? Well, he's in like a food court with like these other girls. Yeah, I said he was at like school, like yucking it up. I don't think it's a school. It looked like a mall. Okay, yeah, no, he fucks. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, he fucks. Yeah, this dude fucks. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to pass it along again. He's actually not a. Yeah, that's probably why he made it three days. Now that I think about it, exactly. That's so. <laughs> see, I he's the one where he came up with that scenario, but it's just like he probably should have clued the gang in on being like, "Listen, gang, I mean, like, you got to be safe. Need to pass it along." So a fuck. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Then that's why it took three days. Yeah, which means exactly. like some girly met at the ball is dead now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, because it's just like, I guess like he didn't like wholeheartedly believe or anything. Because it's not like he saw like the invisible attack happen. All he I knows just... is like that crazy bitch was shooting me and put a hole in my fucking cabin door. I'm just gonna say I don't think he probably fucked as part of the plan. I think he just never stops fucking. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We've seen it with, like, a bunch of different girls in this movie already. He just, like, you know, he's not held down. And every girl he went on this trip with, he was like, maybe. But he, like, yeah, he does not clue the gang in. And they worry because he's just like, yeah, I ain't seen shit. Sorry. I'm probably gonna go fuck someone else right now. I'll see you later. Yeah. Okay, well, he's talking to Maine Blonde about it, and she's like, you believe me, though, right? And he's like, uh... (laughs) Yeah, I don't think anything's followed you. I believe I'd probably like to fuck again. (laughs) Probably not. Like, after he's just like, "Mm, seems like a lot of baggage. Also, if, like, (laughs) when you're fucking each other, you're just, like, trading it back and forth, right? Yeah, I mean, like, how do we know that there's not some loophole here where it's just like, if I do it again, is there a chance that it could come back to me? Like, boomerang around. Like, yeah. Final Destination style. So, Skip over that one girl that I fucked, and it comes back to me. Indeed. Now, we cut to her waiting around in her pool and her cast without a garbage bag on it. Yeah, clearly, she does not care. And then Car Washer asks the crew later on the front steps how Main Blonde is. They're like, yeah, not great. Nerdy Fred's like, have you seen it yet? Car Washer's like, hmm. Really thought I had already fucked this kind of silliness out of her. Hmm. What a pickle. <laughs> Nerdy Fred's like, I broke that chair on something, dude. Like, something was there. Yeah. And he's just like, well, that sounds like your problem. <laughs> like... Uh, I think I pretty much already got what I wanted, unless you other two here are, uh... I'll check back in. (laughs) Ah, you'll come crawling to me eventually. Main Blonde is staring out her window that night, watching Car Washer's house, and nothing is happening. Hmm. And she sees someone in long pajamas, but no shoes, walking down the street. And she knocks on the window, but they don't respond. Then they walk to Car Washer's house, they try the door, and it doesn't open... Then they walk calmly to the yard and grab a rock and break the window <laughs> casually. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's spoiler. fucking sweet. <laughs> Spoil- spoiler alert, but kind of not. Well, all right. Yeah, that's my gift football ball. <laughs> this is the matter of fact when I tried the door and then just grabs the rock and it's like, in it goes. <laughs> and what's great, too is that the camera perspective is us looking out the window across the street, so you can't even really... You can kind of faintly hear the glass shatter. 
<laughs> it's just so business-like. I love it. <laughs> it's like a softball pitch, just boosh. <laughs> no, so softball easy. would be underhand. Oh, that, well, I, what I meant to say is like as a soft lob. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, Main Blonde tries to call Car Washer, but it goes straight to voicemail. Then she watches this guy belly flop in through the window. <laughs> it keeps paying off. It's just like, what? Go get in the house here. And... <laughs> now, she runs across the street and knocks on the door, and she climbs in through the window. Chap, like, you're an idiot. Get away from here. Nope. She's got to see firsthand what happens. Yeah, so she comes upstairs and hears some insistent knocking on the door, but it looks like his mother now, except with her breasts hanging out. Yeah, I mean, nothing strange at all, you know? And then Car Washer's like, what the fuck do you want, Mom? But she pounces on him like a goddamn jaguar. Yup. And then Main Blood... <laughs> Main Blood watches as some lights flicker, and Vinny... What does it look like it's doing in there? His dear old mom. Dear old mommy is uh, on top of said son. And uh, yeah, well, car washer looks like he's getting fucked to death. Yeah, he's getting fucked to death by his mom, essentially. Yeah, which really puts a strange twist on that psychological, like, I guess every guy wants to fuck their mom. But here's why you should <laughs> It's, yeah, I mean, like, he looks like his toes are curled, so. <laughs> Can't yeah, his... <laughs> I think when he came, his life force drained out of his body. <laughs> what is this movie? <laughs> <laughs> the main blonde scrambles out and gets in the car to drive away, and it's long pajamas again making its way towards her. He's got a rock too, and he's gonna casually throw yes, it. <laughs> he just hits a kid that's like riding by on a bike for no reason. <laughs> it's like just fucking chaos with this curse. So she wakes up at dawn on top of her car and then wanders through the woods to a beach, and she sees a boat parked a little way off with three dudes listening to some cock rock on it. <laughs> Then she takes off her shirt and decides to swim into the water. Then she drives back to her house soaking wet, being like, that should buy me a day at least. Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny. When I watched that scene, I was just like, she didn't. And I was like, oh, God, she did. I have uh, an indelicate question. Go on. In <laughs> the event... <laughs> That all three gentlemen huh. should enjoy her sexual services <laughs> simultaneously. Does that mean they all get the curse? I <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, what if the one wasn't on the penetration and say he? <laughs> He only got like the hand business, or I th no, I'm talking. <laughs> I'm talking three orifices. I don't think it counts. So in that case, she's follow like not question related. 
if they all get it, does it have to catch them all together? And if not, is not the answer just to fuck three people simultaneously and then have them split up? So, <laughs> I mean, like, those guys are having quite the day. Like, some random girl swam up and, you know, boy, they, they weren't expecting that. What's even weirder is what followed. <laughs> behind was another one and then who's to say that those three weren't like I mean like one girl came up and wanted so it probably just looked like her again they were like oh shit she's back for more but also she's walking underwater which is weird it's this strange mermaid girl just like looking up at him from underneath they were way off here anyways the whole gang is asleep in her room now. There's a knock on the door, and it's Nerdy Friend. She moves the chair that's wedged in the door and lets him in, and goes back to re-wedge it. And he's like, it will be here sooner or later. He's like, you should probably fuck it away again. And she looks at her boat clothes like, uh, yeah, that'd be a good idea, right? <laughs> and then she gives him her triple theory. <laughs> <laughs> anyways Vinny he volunteers his tribute and she's like no and then he gets a little bitchy about her fucking car wash early why did you fuck him and he couldn't be me I don't understand I'm mean, so attractive that I talk like this and she's like yeah dude my libido is like totally going off right now and be like why would you fuck that guy who seems so much more confident <laughs> She's like, listen, I'm not saying, but saying I do want to hurt your feelings right now because you're acting like a little b -b 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 bitch, but I totally fucking like, <laughs> I just spread my shit out to three dudes on a whim, so. She's like, I just got back from a lake, but I'm dry as hell. You know what I'm saying, dude? <laughs> it's like, we could start a fight. Oh my god. <clears throat> then she's like, I thought it would work out because he didn't seem scared. And then he holds his hand out to her. And then he leans forward to kiss her, but she's like, oh, no thanks. Yeah. And he's man, like, it's, it's so oh. forced. Yeah, no. He's like, oh, he's, baby, I want to help. He's so desperate. Yeah. And she's pretty skeptical with good reason, I think. Yeah, I think her character choices are, are, are definitely, like, you know, in the right. Yeah. You know, outside of the three dudes on the boat. The nerdy kid notices a picture of her in a pool on the wall, and he's like, pool, wall, pool, wall. This gives me an idea. <laughs> and he's like, we need to go back to where we were the first time they kissed. And she's like, your sister's room? And he's just like, no, maybe hopefully if we go back to the pool, you want to kiss me. <laughs> but anyways, Vinny, the bedraggled crew was all getting into a car together. Wait, what fuck? What was that word that you just said? Bedraggled? They all look pretty beat up. Okay, I've never heard that word in my life. I love Go it. Google that shit. Bedraggled. 
And Clamshell's like, I haven't been to the pool since I was 14. And Dirty Kid's like, who'd you go with? And she's like, I'm not telling you. I fuck car wash. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Phineas, they back out of the driveway. The It of It Follows fame is on the roof naked, just hanging brain. (laughs) And And that doesn't seem to be the straight line approach I've been led to believe this thing takes. I mean... They must have boarded up the house so much that it being like, you know, I, I've i already did the rock thing. I, let me try this. And it's just like, I assumed that it was going to naked like sumo drop its way through the, the roof on top of them. No, I think it was going to let its old man balls dangle down and then knock on the window. <laughs> Or this is unrelated to the plot of this movie, and it's just some naked guy up there. <laughs> you just hear. <laughs> and what is, oh my god, look at those things. She's like, oh my god, those kids are throwing that dodgeball back, but it's like attached to some sort of rubber thing. <laughs> oh. We're like, or is it like a sick bat? <laughs> Anyways, they drive past a bunch more empty houses, and Clamshell's got a big monologue talking about how when she was little, she wasn't allowed to go south of 8 Mile. They're all like, yeah, because that's where the suburbs end, and the city begins. Yeah, that's when the the Stranger Things song like is playing. It's like, do-do-do-do-do-do. They're like, and gentrification. We could make nods at it, but notice there's no black people in this movie. It's in fucking Detroit. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't understand this scene at all. I'm like, why are we playing this triumphant fucking music? And they're talking about, like, I wasn't allowed to go to the city in Detroit. They were, like, reaching for a thing about, like, isn't this, like, a larger idea about Detroit that's, like, ah, I don't know that it fits into your, like, monster fucking movie. (laughs) They're like, well, we tried. They're like, what are you gonna do, man? (laughs) Anyways, the crew goes into the pool building, and the, uh, what do you call the pool building? The, uh, the poolarium. The the, poolarium. uh, (laughs) The aquatic zone. (laughs) And Nerdy Girl's like, how long do you think it'll be? And I'm like, count the miles and divide by three. They obviously could not figure out this math equation. Just fucking. Well, they're inside the Pluarium. The aquatic zone. And they're setting up a bunch of lamps on the edges of the pool and then plugging them in. And I think that the headline tomorrow is going to read, four kids die. (laughs) <laughs> in tragic pool electricity accident <laughs> aquatic zone shut down it's not just lamps it's like all sorts of like different things different like, like a tv uh fucking typewriter like, yeah the typewriter uh blow a hair blower blow dryer yeah Vinny, justice league meanwhile voice <laughs> at nerdy friend's uh house <laughs> The dad's like, holy shit, who cleaned out my basement? (laughs) Anyways, they're all waiting on the edges as the uh, main blonde climbs into the pool and immediately gets her cast wet. (laughs) 
it just doesn't matter anymore. It's like, why does she even have it? Yeah. She submerges for a second because it photographs better. <laughs> Outside, it's raining very heavily. And Clamshell's reading, and she's probably at the point where the main character has another seizure. <laughs> the main blonde is in the pool, and she tells everyone that she's uh, that it's in the room with them. Little yeah. sister's like, what does it look like? But main blonde doesn't want to answer, so I'm like, it's your dead dad. <laughs> yeah, we. it was... So, we don't know that right away. It just looks like a, a weird five o'clock shadow looking dude it actually looks like the most human of like all of them except you know he's wearing his pajamas um but we don't later even see it at first because we see it from the friend's point of view for a while yeah which is cool let's it's interesting because she's like basically nerdy kids like he's like well point at it like point at the monster so we know where the fuck it is yeah which is like yeah <laughs> <laughs> foolproof plan anyways Vinny the date was right it's it's slow not dumb so it immediately starts picking up the electric shit and tossing it in the pool yeah at at main blonde it's hilarious cause she's like it's not getting in the pool and it's just like it. I imagine cause we're not seeing the view of like the, the thing and it's like looking around the room like oh, fuck, this is going to be easier than easy. Like, I'm just going to kill this blonde with all this electric shit. Yeah, I guess we're supposed to imagine that the water is big enough that it's diffusing all the voltage. Because she isn't immediately fucking fried. It's even... it's So this thing is making circles, and it's throwing the shit near her, and it's like, okay, that seems dangerous. Then it starts throwing the shit at her. Like, the oh. TV hits her in the head. Yeah, no, he starts, like, chucking, like, cinder blocks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Blonde is in the water, like, ducking and weaving. as she's trying to point the monster at a nerdy friend who has a gun ready. I don't see any way this could go wrong. Not at all. Anyways, nerdy friend accidentally shoots Clamshell from across <laughs> the room. Yep, right in the fucking... She gets kneecapped. <laughs> <laughs> Then he gets a piece of it, but it manages to hit Main Blonde with an iron. Then Little Sister tosses a sheet over it, and Nerdy Fred shoots it in the head. It's kind of and... cool. It actually looks, like, visually pretty fucking cool. Yeah, agree to disagree. Main Blonde swims to the side, but it grabs her and tugs her, tugs her underwater. <laughs> and then... <laughs> this is fucking wild. Nerdy Fred just starts shooting indiscriminately. <laughs> to the pool at a thing he can't see <laughs> trying to shoot past the love of his life it's like just dodge the bullets <laughs> anyways Vinny you've played Dungeons and Dragons right what's like the, the hardest one to roll a 20 <laughs> alright well he gets a 20 on this one because he shoots in the head and doesn't shoot the blonde I imagine if he rolled the fucking one it would have went shot. through her head <laughs> and then he would have dropped the gun too in the pool and then the monster would have had the gun as well <laughs> the monster would have dragged her off and like just put her vagina on his dick and be like now I get to kill you too they'd be like I didn't think you could talk and they'd be like I bet <laughs> 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 anyway 
his blonde is gasping on the side and then checking out the marks it left on her ankle and also from that wheelchair accident. <laughs> that nerdy friend's like, hey, can you still see it? She crawls to the edge of the pool and sees like a huge, like, I don't know, I guess you would call it like a blood cloud forming in the, uh, kind of enveloping the whole pool. It's weird. It seems like a moment in a JRPG because like, you just see, like, nothing but, like, clouded, like, blood, like, pooling in the water, and there's weird, like, twinkling, intense music. Yep. And back at the house, the blonde pretty much just gets on top of Dirty Friend, and, like, I imagine, like, he's been hard all day, so, like, no prep needed. I miss nope. being 16 sometimes, man. <laughs> I can imagine, except, you know, also, it probably only took him, like, two pumps, and he's like, (laughs) (laughs) You can go the other way with that sometimes, and then, like, power through into another direction. (laughs) Uh, Anywho. uh, (laughs) The camera cuts to outside, and it really takes its time so you can keep looking around for it. And then after the sex, nerdy friend's like, do you feel any different? And she's like, uh, from like that four inch wonder there? Like, no, not really. (laughs) She's like, listen, I've recently have gone from being a virgin to almost being an expert. And let me just say, you're pretty unimpressive. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, it's weird, but without it in the other ones now, it just kind of doesn't do anything for me. Oh, man. She asks him the same question, and he's like, nah. And the mom is rubbing the main blonde's back later as Nerdy Fred drives past 8 Mile to find some hookers. (laughs) He he drives past him. Suddenly, he's got the balls to just be like, I gotta pass this on to some, you know, horse. I don't know. Which he's hoping will pass it on again. (laughs) that's actually it's not great because like if they're having sex with hookers in town they're close (laughs) yeah it's not like she's going on some international traveling anytime soon with her pimp now anyways (laughs) let's see clamshell's in the hospital reading the idiot out loud to her friends and Vinny what's their cover story for how she got shot (laughs) They went into that whole sad story about, like, isn't it fucked up how our parents would never let us go to Detroit? Like, boy, that's like white gentrification for you. And you know when they walked to the hospital, they were like, shot by some gang member, definitely black. Yep. 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 These kids make me sick. Yeah, I know. Hey, that's what white privilege gets you. Anyways. Buh, buh, buh. Nerdy Fred sleeps while Clamshell reads about the certainty of death, and Main Blonde watches him. And they walk down a suburban street later, Main Blonde and Nerdy Friend holding hands, and behind them, Vinny, a figure walks at about the same pace. It's over! <laughs> now, do you think that that is the monster? Uh, no. I think that. I think the point is just like, eh, you're going to die anyways. Yeah. It's just like yeah. death's always coming for you eventually. 
Sure, sure. Yeah, it's 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 a pretty good way to end it. I I liked it. All right, Vinny. I selected the movie this week. It falls on me to ask you the eternal question. Vinny, did I scare you? Only one scene. It's just that guy standing in the doorway. Yeah, that honestly I remember like kind of seeing the trailer to it and you don't really fully see it and I'm like that's interesting. And then when you really you're not really ready for that scene. And what's even better about it is that there's no music that follows. It's literally just like nonchalantly this giant man just kind of enters the room and it's just like that just does it, man. It's not a jump scare really. It just like he creeps in. Well, because you spend so much time like looking around the room to be like, do I see something or don't I? That when it shows up, it's like hard to miss. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, I think they played that scene pretty well. I think there's a lot of like a lot of good things that this movie has done to build up. Um, there's a lot of goofy things too, but that's the only thing that really scared me. So I guess you get like a semi yes. How about you? Nah, no, nah, yeah. it doesn't. It didn't scare me the first time. It doesn't scare me now. I'm too busy like breaking down the math figures to be like, uh, here's the way that I have an unbeatable strategy, Mister It Follows. <laughs> well, then I guess we could both probably say that we at least enjoyed the movie enough to have fun like that. Yeah. I think it's different from, like, say, a Freddy Krueger, where I'm like, if I'm in that situation, I'm like, I guess I just give up and die. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like, you control my dreams, man. I don't know what I could do. I, it's like, I don't have true control over yeah. that. So, yeah, I feel a little less threatened by a monster. I'm like, ah, oh, due to the powers of math, I can elude you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I want to find some way to send this episode to to this man this director and be like we figured you out i'm sure he would just be like oh it could get on planes they'd be like shit <laughs> it'd be like oh it's the one thing we feared shit i'm imagining it just like sitting down waiting <laughs> at the airport for the plane to board <laughs> I, I mean if this thing's supposed to be relentless like i can imagine that like Instead of sitting on there, it walks and it like lashes itself on the outside of the plane. Uh, it just like breaks a window on their plane. And they're like, "Now we can't fly it." It's like, <laughs> "Fuck!" It's just like you know, it gets to the point where it, it flies over Perth and jumps out the fucking back of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, no, I I like it. I think it's a pretty solid movie. I think it's pretty good. I, I still kind of feel like it's it's more of an okay movie than a great movie for me. I, I mean, the premise is undeniably great. Yeah. Um, it's, it's different. Just, yeah. She's a little too dumb in her way where she keeps running into rooms where it's like, and I'm immediately trapped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's I like, also... Lady, he told you. I also find, like, nerdy friend, like, a little too unbearable at times it's just too desperate yeah no he's a little bit too much like eh, eh, eh. <laughs> yeah all right Vinny. well if you were anyone in this movie who would you be well <laughs> i guess <laughs> oh man 
I guess I'd probably end up being car wash kid. Because? <laughs> well, I found myself with a lot of girlfriends back in that age, so. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely the first time you were like, I'd be this guy because I also fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's my one and only chance, you know. So All right. every, everybody congratulate me on the sex. I think I'd be the date guy, not because I would attempt to kill someone by fucking them, but because um, I would be very excited to be like, I figured out the rules, and they are as such, and this is the best way to evade it. I mean, he he doesn't die, you yeah, know? he's smart. <laughs> yeah, he made it out. He, he might still should have gone a little further to fuck someone, but... Yeah, I mean, he's figuring out. He's learning, you know? I guess there's an advantage to having her close enough to be able to hear about her death, though, to be like, oh, gotta go on the move. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you got the internet, though, so it's like you just read the obituaries from that town. Yeah, you just have Google alerts set on whoever you fucked. <laughs> yeah, just like you have like a pin map on like your Google Earth and whatnot, and it's just like anytime like an obituary comes up for that person, you're like, okay mark off that person he has like a notebook he's like must fuck tonight <laughs> <laughs> um okay Vinny, what about your uh your gifable moment casual rock throw 100 <laughs> percent casual rock throw through the window and then also him just sneaking it <laughs> i think it's... for me it's her looking down her underwear just being like not feeling so fresh today <laughs> That is also, yeah, that's also a good one. I fucking, I also love when the freaking monster's throwing shit at her in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> He's just, like, fucking heaving shit with, like, like nothing. Like, it was nothing. I'm not sure they do this on Mythbusters, because, you, you know, you could accidentally kill someone, but wouldn't she have been electrocuted? I, yeah, I would assume so. I mean... I thought that, like, electrical current would travel through all the water. I, I mean, like, I don't know that much. So I guess, think about it in a sense of, like, if you were to be, say, swimming in the ocean and someone threw something connected to an extension cord into the ocean about, I don't know, let's say about, like, 30 feet away from you. You think you'd feel that? No, you're right, but some of them are like landing right next to her. That's yeah, that's that's the only argument. It's literally they're on top of her. You can hear the electrical current going zzz, 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 underneath the water too, so Yeah. I don't, which I don't think it would do either, but oh well. I, I bet you the monster was thinking the same thing, like, this should be killing her. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Get screwed here. Like, this is bullshit. They're like, you thought you were gonna electrocute me. Wow. Didn't listen to the fucking dude. <laughs> Thought I was stupid. <laughs> All right, uh, Vinny, is there anything else you want to talk about for It Follows this week? Uh, no. What's surprising is this movie had the first time I've ever seen it was on Netflix, and after all these years, still on Netflix. Yeah, I think it's just like a popular one, but not one so. owned by like a more fancy uh, film company. <laughs> What's even funnier is I could not access my Netflix, so I ended up watching it on the Fandango Voodoo. And I won't lie, that's a pretty good app, man. 
like not a lot of like stupid ads that pop up out of nowhere it like it was actually pretty okay all right well Vinny, did we get any mail for this week let me double check and i'm going to double check because we've been on a hot streak and i you know i don't want to disappoint myself um but unfortunately yeah don't look like we got any new ones this week that's okay though all right, well, if people did want to email Svin, where could they do so? You could do so by emailing our email address at disbypod at gmail.com. That's disbypod at gmail.com. And Vinny, what if they would rather contact us on Instagram or uh, Twitter? Instagram is did I scare you pod one word, and our Twitter is disbypod. All right, yeah, please uh, check us out. Vinny does some cool stuff on Instagram. I, I write stuff on Twitter sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> Vin does. I bet you can tell the difference. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I try. I mean, like, I try to get quippy with it. Jake just kind of takes more of a general, just like straight at it kind of approach with the Twitter stuff. Uh, I do little stuff here and there, but not really. You get kind of cheeky sometimes. Uh, Vinny. All right, it's your turn to pick the movie for next week. What will we be watching? Okay. Well, it is November, so we are fastly approaching the holidays. And so we're getting to a part where we're going to have to start doing some Christmas shopping and whatnot. Um, And what better movie to celebrate getting gifts for people then the ultimate gift known as a good guy doll. And I think you know where I'm going with this. You're saying we're watching Child's Play? Yup. Okay, this is the 1980... (laughs) I believe 1980 Sarandon. (laughs) 1980 Sarandon. Susan? (laughs) No, Christopher, of course, is uh, one of the stars. Oh, I see what you're doing. I see. Um, yeah, because now I'm I'm trying to find it because God forbid there are so many fucking Child's Play freaking movies. 1988. Okay, the 1988 classic, Vinny. Where is it available? You don't know. You never uh-huh. know. <laughs> I fucking, you should probably stop asking me that question. Apparently, it's on Hulu. All right, well, there's no 1980s classic that Finney won't make us watch, so check out well, Child's Play. Well, be... uh, I just, like, I I think I think it's about time to start hitting some of these uh, some of these classics, so. I disagree. I think it's time to get weird with it. Go deeper and deeper. Who knows? Maybe I'll be fucking getting deeper and deeper, closer to, you know, episode 100, so. All right, well deeper deeper <laughs> throwback kitty kitty um go listen to our audition episode that's a good one <laughs> uh all right then is there anything else you want to talk about this week nope i believe i'm spent all right me as well so check out child's play and a thank you as always to rebel escape pod for letting us use their song uh, monster for our intro and outro 
Check them out on Spotify. And that's going to do it for us this week. You have been listening to Did I Scare You? I have been your host, Jake Albrecht. I'm his co-host and America's littlest brother, Vin. And hey, thanks for the ride, lady. How you doing, lady? Thanks. Thanks for the ride. Yeah.